Southern Vanguard Radio. This is DJ John Doe, and right there in front of me in that little bitty computer screen is my man. <laughs> Cappuccino man. Hey, what's up? It's Meeks. Yes, sir. Uh, you held true to your um. Everything. You held true to uh. You said you were going to start bringing things into the room every week. Like I see, yeah, like did you notice? It? I did. I said, well, something I see, new. I see, I see a printer, and I believe it's a printer. Mm. And oh, I that's so. I'm talking about no. This is the. I see a crutch. Piece of I see. Right oh, that's here. the that's right. The, so that's yeah. You caught that. So every week I'm gonna add a, a new piece. To my my Banksy type shit. <laughs> Banksy. I got some Banksy shit. Mix is getting his Banksy on in the, bank on in the right background. There. All right. By well, the end of the year, man, I might have a multi million dollar <laughs> art project on my hands, man. Why you bullshit? Well, so I mean, when we finally I'm, get I'm back into lab, when, things, when huh? we finally get back into lab together, you're gonna have to bring that every week. I mean, you kind of setting yourself up for a little project, man. No. Not gonna do that. You're not gonna bring everything to the lab. I mean, cause y'all talking, y'all talk, y'all was already talking about decluttering the basement and shit. <laughs> uh, Natalie don't want that shit. In the I basement, know what I mean. It, it'll, if it'll be fine right here. If I it's promise. an if it's an art installation, it could be totally different. You can make room yeah, for that. It'll be fine right where it is. Okay. All right. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll figure it out. All right. I like. Yeah, I'm working on it, man. I'm constantly building <laughs> on it. It's got nice symmetry. <laughs> And I really like the textures of it. Uh, the, the 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 um the angles that the that the crutch gives. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, uh, so, so so the question is is like I'm why on some, I, I'm, I'm on some shit. Man. <laughs> where's where's the crutch from though? Like why did you have to have the crutch? That's the question. See, I have to finish the installment. There's a whole story. Like there's, you know what I mean. Uh, that's gonna okay. be an instructional video about how this all came about. Oh. It's a whole thing, man. Okay. It's a whole thing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Smithsonian Grave, baby. I understand. Smithsonian Grave, man. I, I just I didn't realize you had this yeah. in you. I guess it I guess it took this, you know, this 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 Zoom platform to bring that out of you. Yeah, I mean, you never know where you get your inspiration from. <laughs> All you right, stop fucking with me now. So, <laughs> How was your weekend, man? I can't help it. I, you actually did what you said you were going to do. Minutes, Thirty minutes long, man. Thirty minutes long. Right before uh-huh. I hopped on this shit, I was like, "Oh, there's a crutch." Um, uh, weekend was thirty <laughs> minutes long again, man. All right, I spent all thirty minutes looking for a car for my daughter. Oh, uh, okay. Any luck? Yeah. No luck. Not really, man. Everything okay. is jacked up right now. Gas prices. Uh, there's a meat shortage, a chicken wing shortage. There's a Chick-fil-A uh, sauce shortage. A, a, yeah, I heard uh, there's a bourbon, uh, soon-to-be bourbon shortage. Um, we're living in some hard times right now, G. <laughs> I, I was just talking about the car problem when that mm-hmm. earlier today. That's a real thing. There's no there's no cars. New or oh, old. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they out there. They gonna cost you though. Right, right. Yeah. I I've been looking at some bullshit this weekend that's extremely overpriced. Oh really? Like, man, if y'all don't get the fuck how many miles is on this shit and y'all want what for it? 
nah, I'm good, man. I'm good. But uh, I did, right. I did get a little insight. Somebody told me to wait till the end of the month. Yes, and and things will, yep. things should be leveling off. So we'll see. Yeah. Okay. All I know is I got a car already. I'm good. Well, that's some Clark Howard shit too. Like you know, you and Dave Ramsey shit. You go to the, you go buy a car at the end of the month. That's some like old school car buying trick shit too. You because they want they want to finish the month strong. So I don't know if that's real or not. Yeah, but we'll that's what see you what hear. happens. All right. Yeah. Okay. We shall see. How about you? All How right. was the weekend, man? Uh, running, gunning, man. Four basketball games. Uh, <clears throat> what else? I, no, I I didn't play four basketball games, but my son did. Uh, what else did we do? Uh, you know, church things on Sundays. Uh, you know they um they had uh they had four games, two on Saturday, two on Sunday. Uh, three of them, they took a pretty good lick in the, uh, one game on Sunday, the first game this morning, they actually hold their own, uh, held their own. Okay. But, uh, you know, that AAU okay. ball is different, man. Like that's different from high school ball. Uh, it's a whole different, it's oh, a, yeah, it's the junior pro league <laughs> right. They're shooting from half court. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Motherfucker yeah. dribbling at the top of the key for 15 minutes straight. Oh, oh yeah. That type of shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And every parent in that motherfucker thinks that their kid's going pro. <laughs> yeah, they're going straight to the league from straight, AAU. Straight to the league, right? <laughs> exactly. Straight to the league, man. Exactly. And the refs don't know anything. They have no idea what they're doing the entire game. It's a fucking racket. Yeah, yeah. Nat, Nat's Shout over here, Hank. Yeah, right. right. And, and she said, "And it's twenty five bucks to get in for the weekend." That's 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 the real bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Racket. Straight. My, my racket, daughter. Son. My, my daughter wanted to go to one Organized of the games. Crime. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. What? Well, my daughter wanted to go to one of the games on Saturday. I'm like, you can't go. It's twenty five dollars for you to get in. I'm sorry, baby. You got to stay at home. <laughs> no, ma'am. No, ma'am. <laughs> We'll so, go live and, and right. let you see us. Right, exactly. Speaking of. <laughs> hey, hey. Yeah. All right. It's bedtime here at Southern Vanguard Radio. Oh, we're having a moment back here. Okay. Night stories with Southern <laughs> Vanguard Radio. We've had we we have a we've had a massive Tonight's- change. Okay, we we've had a massive change Uh-oh. to our um our uh schedule this week because it's you know end of the school year and makes you okay. know how the end of the school year gets it's a little hectic so it was, yeah, that was probably an audible being called in the background there you know for whatever's going on tomorrow man, congratulations to y'all for making it through the school year oh man thank you congratulations no, to all of us for easy. making it through the past year really Hell yeah salute salute to that cheers Salute. What are you drinking tonight, Meeks? Anything? Uh, I'm about to get an Alka-Seltzer in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nah, I'm 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 pacing myself. I got some I got some nice cold beers some in the birds. fridge there, buddy. <laughs> you gotta, yeah, man. You gotta let pick, when when out there pick me up twelve of them things. Are the hams out? Have the hams hit yet? Ham's about to the hit. The hams on. have not come out They're yet. They're about to, though. Yeah, ham's watch is in full effect. I sure was looking for the motherfuckers today. I was like, it's pretty warm out today. I think it might be ham's weather. Oh, man. Weather's but popping. But not yet. 
Right. Not yet. I'll right. let you know when they are. <clears throat> Please do. All right. Well, enough about yeah, that. Yeah. Let's let's get let's get into this rap shit. This is Southern Vanguard Radio. Uh, my name's EJ John Doe. That there's yep. Eddie Cappuccino, South Memphis motherfucking eats Macklemore Meeks, extraordinaire, Esquire. Word. Word. Uh, we drop twice a week. Tuesdays is a mix show. Um, all new hip hop, cut up, mixed up, sliced up. Uh, Meeks and I just you know talking crazy. Usually drinking something good having a good old time. And then on Thursdays, we have an interview session with an MC or DJ or uh, A&R or behind the scenes person or artist or whatever it may be. Um, that's on Thursdays. So we drop twice a week on all your favorite platforms, SoundCloud, MixCloud, Stitcher Radio, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, YouTube. YouTube's gotten interesting the past six, seven weeks because we started posting video of the interview sessions, which people seem to be responding to favorably. So that's fun. And um, let's see here. What did I did I hit all of them? Yeah, I think I did, Meeks. Um, and we have some affiliates as well to help us spread the word uh, across the world. Yes, and those affiliates are atlhiphop.com. I am ClassicRawRadio.net, Return of the Boom Bab, WRBB, X-Squad Radio, X-Squad Affiliates, all those in Atlanta. And then we venture out to the West Coast with Soul Public Radio, Cali. Yes, sir. Oh, and well, <coughs> excuse me. One more thing I wanted to mention that uh, I think people people just kind of end up realizing it because they listen to the mix. But usually on Sunday nights, you know, that's when we record both both of these these uh, these shows. Uh, you know, we flip on the camera during the mix show. So, like, I had somebody. I think it was. Uh, I think one of what was one of Poe Max Peoples uh, hit me this weekend. He was like, "Hey, mm-hmm. you guys, you guys stream the show on on Instagram Live um, on Tuesdays." And I said, "No, it's usually it's on Sundays." Um, but you know, it, it's nothing fancy. Yeah. It's a, it's a little. I saw that today. Yeah, it's it's a little rough. It's a little loose, but we have a good time. Um, so you know, if you can think to flip on your flip on. Instagram or you want to turn on your notifications or whatever, usually around 11, 11, 15 Eastern, you know, we've got the, we've got the Instagram live running, uh, at the Southern Vanguard Instagram account. you can kind of, you know, get a little preview of what's going to happen on, on Tuesday. You could see Meeks and I, <coughs> excuse me, usually, uh, put the intro together at the beginning of the show. It, it's a fun time. So, uh, I wanted to throw that out there too. Word. All right, well, let's get into it. This, our guest tonight, who's been extremely patient. Uh, he's been forced to head out uh, to his may, possibly his family minivan uh, to do this interview, which sounds mm-hmm. a lot like my life. Um, we had him on the uh, show. I uh, mean, basically, he's he's married. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, but we had him and yeah. um, we had him and his partner uh, in music, Scorsese on. Rest in peace, Scorsese. Um, back in the fall and, uh, you know, unfortunately a few, a few months later after that interview, Scorsese did pass unexpectedly. So, uh, it's been a rough, uh, couple of, you know, a couple of months for this brother right here and their families. Um, but you know, uh, they're keeping it pushing and that's why he's on the show this week. He has a brand new record getting ready to drop. We're going to world premiere some songs on episode 293 this week. So ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, the one and only Griff. Boom, 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 boom. Be, 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 be. Gentlemen. Yeah. Big Griff. What's going on, guys? Yeah, man. How are you, man? Big Griff, what's happening? Uh, not much, not much. Um, so hold up. You got to pay $25 per person to see your own kids play sports. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 
<laughs> Yo, that's the craziest shit I ever heard. I guess like, so my two, my two oldest kids are not at all into sports. They're artists like through and through. Wow. Um, they think that sports shit is whack. I think the two younger boys are going to be athletes cause they're fucking nuts. But, um, so I can't relate to any of that Dude, yet. When they, um, <laughs> yeah, Griff, when you show up at these places, man, the, they, sometimes they have a weekend package. That includes like two tickets and maybe some popcorn and soda at the drink machine. You know what I'm saying? But it's 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 well worth it, man. We're talking about anywhere from forty to sixty five bucks, man. Uh to okay. see um less than mediocre basketball. Right. It's, it's yeah. I guess on another level I can't relate because I guess growing up I just wasn't very good at sports. I had a lot of fun playing them, but man, did I suck. Yeah. Oh, I was the same way. You were better at other things. Clearly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, Griff, it's good to see you, man. Um, shoot, let's Likewise. Just, let's, Likewise. Just, uh, let's just kick it off, uh, you know, with the big news this week. I mean, you, you're constantly dropping music, um, you know, yourself or on uh, Insubordinate, you know, the record label. But um, this is a big week for you. Let's just kick it off and talk about Fireside Chats. I want to hear about this bowling alley, too, man, and this punk scene. Sounds super interesting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, so the album is called Fireside Chats. Um, it's a concept that I came up with a long time ago um, during the first wave of my life as a producer. Um, I wanted to do a whole album um, with one artist that I was working with at the time, um, and I wanted to make a bunch of beats flipping samples from punk songs because, um, you know, sampling is a deep part of the the, the culture, producers, beat makers, hip hop in general. Um, and I was always like, you know, like flipping soul samples is like the cheat code. You know, sometimes it's just so easy. You just fucking it's just a fucking loop. And, you know, we hear yeah. a lot of that lately. But I always like I wanted to push for something different. So I was like. You know, I came up a punk rock kid, like going to shows and shit like that in the northwest suburbs of Chicago. Um, so uh, I, I made a handful of beats back way back in the day uh, along that concept and then just kind of let it die along with a lot of other things. And, uh, you know, after linking up with Scorsese, as we were talking about, um, just kind of rehashed the idea like I ran it by him. He's like, that's a dope fucking idea. Like, you should run with that. So mm-hmm. over the past couple of years in between working on other projects, I've been putting that together. Um, the name comes from it's a it's like a double play on words. You know, obviously, FDR's uh, Fireside Chats was a thing back during the Great Depression. Mm-hmm. Um and then uh, the Fireside Bowl was a legendary punk rock venue in Chicago. It's an old time bowling alley. I think it was built in like the 30s um, and it was a bowling alley. Like my grandma bowled there. That's how that's how long it's been there. It's like a Chicago um, institution, right? Like I looked I looked it up a little bit and dug into it a little bit. It's super interesting. It, it really is. It um, holds the record for most times voted um, worst bathrooms in the city. Wow, oh, man. Yeah, I was going to ask you, uh, I like the way you describe it here. It was disgusting and magical at the same time. (laughs) And I just uh, just had visions of the uh, MJQ concourse, man. Uh, That's a a spot here in Atlanta. Um, Typically, when you go in there, it's underground and it's super dark. And all you can see is like the DJ and maybe somebody on stage. I fucked around, was in there one night when the lights was on. 
Oh. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> this, this is what where we I stand in for hours on. <laughs> just like, man, they need to hurt these lights off. Uh, and I've never, I, I've never been in the restrooms at the queue. I refuse <laughs> to do it. I go outside. Go outside piss in the alley out back. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. It's much back when cleaner. you could back when back when you could leave a venue. You could walk out and then still come back in. Right, right, yeah, yeah. and come back in. Yeah, exactly. When the smoking <laughs> section was wasn't crazy. like this little this little herded off area for the cattle to go smoke cigarettes. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, but Griff, real yeah. quick, what does it, what does it mean for you to uh, have a place like that, um, that, that inspires you still to this day? Like, um, um, you know, uh, venues are, are hard to come by now. Um, also being able to frequent one now is uh, neither here nor there. So what does it mean right, to you right. growing up being able to go to that place and still tap into it and, and be inspired by it? You know, I think just not even specifically that venue, but like during that like era of my life, like mid to late teenage years, like that mm-hmm. moment where you discover that there's more to music than like what you're just seeing on MTV and like mainstream music. You know what I mean? Like there's like this whole independent scene of like artists that put out their own music and shit like that. And it's like, it feels like really fucking inspiring and like liberating to be like, Oh, I, you know, there's opportunity. Like there's, there's all this shit happening. So like the fireside was really the Mecca of that, but like we were also going to, cause I, I grew up like an hour and a half outside of Chicago. So like all throughout the suburbs mm-hmm. at like any place that would let you put on a show, like somebody was putting on a show. So every weekend um, you could just travel and, and find some bands playing at some VFW or, church or whatever um and that really just kind of like shaped me and my perception of like making music and um you know independent as fuck if you will sure sure quote the great lp yeah 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 you know so what when what when was this uh griff this so this was like high school ish or uh yeah high high school like basically as soon as i got a driver's license so like when you're like 16 yeah, I think that's what you know. Before before that, like my mom drove me. I, my, I would get my mom to drive me to shows. She wouldn't take me as far as the city, but she would take me like around. Right. Like if it was within a half hour, like my mom would take me and then right. like, pick me up when it was over. Yeah, there were two things in high school that changed my life significantly. One was getting a driver's license and having a mom and dad that were very cool with me doing about whatever. Um, yeah, and probably me doing some things against my better judgment, uh, and. Um, uh, two, uh, I managed to have the internet in 1994, 1995. Mm. That's uh, kind of early. Broadband too, like not dial up. Like yeah. I had, I had cable Ooh. internet at the house in 1990. <clears throat> I think it was the my senior year of high school, which would have been fall of '94. I had broadband internet at my house. So like I'm, damn, huh? yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, I was pretty early on, like the internet, internet, like a uh, hip hop wave, like um, like uh, like Usenet groups and you know shit like that. Early, early sandbox. I mean, you mentioned LP. Like I bought Company Flows. Uh, uh, I think it was technically an EP, but it, it was a double. Uh, it was a double EP. 
on clear vinyl. A lot of people don't have it. It wasn't their first 12-inch that came out on Libra, but it was their first one that came out on, uh, what was it? What was it called? Official, on Official. Anyway. Yeah. That totally changed my life. And it's interesting, man, you bring up the punk, too, because, like, when I got my driver's license and I can move around a little bit, you know, I'm from a small town in Kentucky, but I was always in Louisville or Nashville. And in Louisville specifically, like, because I hung out with skateboarders and shit like that at home, like, we always ended up getting roped into some punk shows, ended up getting, you know, uh, wrapped into some hip-hop shows, ended up going to raves, like, ended up doing all kinds of stuff, man, which is, which is in an either, like, when you really step back and think about it, you think about, like, the early 80s, you know, when hip-hop was popping in, in New York, like, that same shit was happening then, happening then, like in Manhattan with like the punk scene and the hip hop scene and Basquiat yeah. and Warhol. And it, it's just so interesting. Like when people have those experiences at, at different points in their lives, even like now, you know, it's wild. Right, right, right. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was crazy too. Cause like being into like that independent, punk rock scene was like what also like led me to like the independent hip-hop scene like i because mm-hmm. like i didn't grow up in the city so like cats that grew up in the city like had a, a wider exposure to rap music and hip-hop um so like once i started realizing that there was like an underground rap scene i was like oh they have under independent and underground rap too like right. <laughs> that shit blew my mind yeah, like yeah. I actually uh, i was just out at my parents house recently and i picked up like a, a box of all my cassettes and i have a copy of um the grouch fuck the dumb on cassette oh wow um and i was like that was like one of the first like underground rap shows i went to it was like eli and the grouch and idea and abilities and shit like right. that yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. I had never heard Dang. any of them before going to the show, but one of my boys was, yeah, it's like underground rap, like independent rap. I'm like, all right, fuck it. Let's go. Like, I want to find out about this. Yeah. Damn. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, in the Midwest too, yeah, was like yeah. big. I mean, they had that whole indie wave with, with rhyme sayers and atmosphere Absolutely. and idea yeah, and all um, that stuff. They did. They did a bunch of shows too. Like atmosphere did a bunch of shows with uh there's a punk band from Minneapolis called Dillinger four. Um, quite probably my favorite punk band of all time. Um, but they used to do a bunch of shows together, like on the, on the Lucy Ford, uh, EP, like the original pressing of it, there's a picture of a slightly overweight dude on it. And that's actually the bass player from Dillinger four. Really? Interesting. (laughs) Man, it's bugged out. Huh? So shout out to Minneapolis. Yeah. Right. So, uh, <laughs> no doubt. So, so Griff, how did the, how the project come together then? I mean, you you had the concept in the, you know, back of your brain and kind of Scorsese like told you to run with it. So what was the official kickoff for it? Or has this been a slow burn for a few years? It's really been, it's really been a slow burn. So there was like the original concept where I was made a bunch of beats and never did anything with them. And then like revitalizing the idea, maybe like two or three years ago. Um, and then uh, I, I just decided to make it like a compilation style as opposed to just like, you know, one rapper, one producer with a couple features or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the what held me back the original time was I just didn't know enough people. Like I was still new to making beats and like I didn't really fucking know any rappers, mm-hmm. you know, um, not to the extent that I do now. Um, so it was really it was really Scorsese pushing me and then just, you know, meeting the right people and and uh, us investing in each other and wanting to get down together, you know, um, uh, obviously Alex Ludovico is a perfect fit for the project. He's on there a couple of times. Um, 
I mean, he's, he's a punk rock dude that just happens to make rap music. Um, and not really listen to much mm. punk. <laughs> really? Okay. Um, right. And then, wow. and then, and then building the, you know, all, all the connections, all the people that I work with regularly, just really being into the idea and wanting to get down, you know, Zillaraka, Curly Castro, everybody, and then reaching out to some dudes outside of the regular circle that were fortunate enough to be into it and want to get down. Sure. Um, but yeah, like everything else, it takes fucking forever. Right. Yeah. Mm. So, so the other folks that are on this outside of the the, the regular uh, cast of characters, I guess that'd be like Billy Woods and Juggernaut and who else? Yep, yep. That was the first time working with either of those dudes. Um, uh, really super fucking awesome that they came through, you know, like Juggernaut. Like I was like, you know, um, if we're running the concepts all the way top to bottom, like I felt it very important to get a UK influence on the on one of the tracks because just because of the obvious importance of like the uk influence in in punk rock sure um they didn't start it over there don't believe that those fucking lies but um it was (laughs) was definitely i definitely had to get like i needed a fucking british accent at some point on the album um and then the first time I heard Juggernaut, I was like, yo, I bet I could probably fucking reach out to this dude and get him on there. So I just like randomly hit him up on Instagram, told him about the concept. He was totally into it, came through and crushed it. And uh, he's a beast, man. And that's what happens. Yeah, he's a beast. He's absolutely a, he's a beast. Like, um, you know, it's hard to it's hard. I mean, it's hard to keep up with uh, all the all the music out there these days. But whenever Juggernaut <laughs> drops, I make sure to drop everything and check that shit out because like mm-hmm. he never comes short. For sure. Make sure you were going to say something. I mean to cut you off, man. I, I did. Ready. I meant to cut you off. Oh, you did. Continue. I don't know, man. Uh, just. Um... I don't know. We you were talking about the process of of putting everything together, and it was a slow burn, and and these things take time. But but as you look at it now, with everything about to drop, um, did it come together as 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 you hoped it would, or uh, you don't have any regrets, do you, about you know putting this project out at this point in time right now, do you? Uh, no regrets. There was definitely um, a pretty major curveball thrown in there when when Scorsese passed away, because um, mm-hmm. originally we had planned to release it earlier, uh, along with a few other mm-hmm. things. Uh, so that kind of uh, it pushed the the release date of the project back. Um, there was definitely a stretch where I didn't work on much of anything uh, shortly after he passed. Um, yeah, but the. Um, I definitely, I left a couple tracks off. Like I have a couple tracks that he was on that I just wasn't quite ready for. Um, Mm. I figure I'm going to hold them for part two if I choose to do a part two. Mm. Uh, Otherwise they'll see the light of day at some point or another. Um, But I definitely just reached a point where I was just like, like collecting songs, collecting contributions from rappers and other artists. And I was just like, after, at some point after he passed, I was like, I got to get back to work on this. And then I was just like, you know what? fuck it i'm finishing all the songs that are in process and then i'm gonna put it together mm-hmm. as an album like i haven't like if he had not passed i would have pushed on and probably made a handful of newer tracks and got a couple other artist contributions on there but like it just got uh, like there was just a blockage there that i was like you know what we're good to go let's fucking move forward and and let's go from here and 
the finished product it's you know the the basic version of the album is 10 songs which is like the perfect amount and i'm extremely happy with what's on there and the sequence and everything and no regret no regrets in that regard so Good. so so Good, there's a couple man. of bonus cuts right i believe i believe what you sent me has yeah, the bonus cuts yeah. in it yeah, yeah, you got that. You got that bonus version. You know, you know, I'll be looking out for you out here at Thank Southern you. Vanguard. Thank you. Um, you get the you get the VIP package. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, there's there's three bonus cuts. There's um, there's a joint called the Baddest uh, with Purge. He's from uh, up in the Boston area. Um, there's there's an untitled song with King Micah the Infamous, uh, which by the way, if if you guys or anybody listening hasn't checked out his album that just dropped with Mighty Healthy, King Mighty 2, it's absolute fire. I'm not saying that because those are my guys and I'm cool with them. Like I was actually going to ask you them. about about that because I think we played, for the first time, we played a cut from him like either last episode or the prior episode. And I know nothing about this guy or those okay, guys. No, he's great. Um, Mighty Healthy's great. Um just like, you know, you'd meet a lot of people doing this music stuff and a lot of them are just, you know, they're cool on a music level, but like personally, like you're just like, whatever, you know, you don't, not somebody you sure. invite over for dinner or whatever, but, uh, both of those dudes are great fucking dudes. I oh, here, well, here's um, what it they, was. It was the episode 291 hot out here was the joint with guilty Simpson. Yes. Yes. They yeah. guilty on that album. Elsa's on that album. Yeah. Um, so those are Detroit cats or, yeah. uh, my uh King, King Micah is from Detroit and okay. Mighty Healthy's from Miami. Oh, okay, gotcha. Right. Um so we all linked mm. up um through uh like a producer and artist online chat group, basically. Through uh there's a particular producer. I don't give anybody free publicity, but there was a producer who did like a touring like listening sessions basically, and like I went to one in Chicago, they went to one in Miami, and through that we all entered this chat group together. And like, we just happened to kind of gravitate towards each other because of the style of music that we were making and what we were into versus mm. what other people in the group were, were doing. So we just all kind of clicked on that. Um, and that was like two years ago. Huh. Um, and we just developed uh, the relationship from there and super impressive. Like what those guys put together King mighty, the first album they did together was great, but this is just like, uh, light years beyond that. Hmm. Um, it's okay. really fucking good. Um, in a way, it's got some mad villain vibes, so I highly recommend it. Sure. Okay. Anyways, anyways, what were we talking about? Uh, the, so that was <laughs> the second cut. The third cut. The third bonus cut. It's a remix. I oh, believe. it's a uh, yeah, it's a remix. Uh, Scorsese has a joint on there called "Summer of Punk," um, and it's a remix. I did of that. That joint was like one that was cut short by his passing. Um, he recorded it. Um, and was going to like go back in for a second draft and just touch up a couple little things, but passed before he was able to do that. Um, and one of the things we were going to do was like, he was actually waiting on me at the time. I was like, Oh, I'm going to splice in some, some beat switches, like for fills and shit like that. And, uh, I hadn't done it yet. So I wanted to keep the, the track intact, how he recorded to it. And then um, all the beat switches that I had in mind, I just kind of compiled into one giant remix. Ah, um, okay. So, so it's a special treat. You get that one whether you buy the digital or the uh, any of the physical options, the CDs or the cassettes. Um, the other two bonus joints are only on the physicals. They're not included with the digital. Okay. You know why? Because there's, uh, there's levels to this shit. <laughs> 
I was gonna ask you, is uh is insubordinate um doing the physicals or are you going through a third party? Oh uh, no, it's uh insubordinate all the way, insubordinate records.com. Right. Um right. yeah, CDs and cassettes. The cassettes got alternate artwork um by my guy Ethan Dirkhole. Beautiful. All right. You doing vinyl oh. too, Griff, or uh not at this time. Uh, okay. maybe if there's enough demand for it, like we'll look into it, but I'm sure you guys know, like vinyl, all the vinyl plants are so backed yeah. up. Yep. Yeah. Um, that oh, if I were going to do vinyl, it wouldn't be till like six months after the release date. So it's tough to it's sure. tough to pull that off. Sure. I try to stay proactive, yeah. but unfortunately, I'm never that proactive. Yeah. There, gotcha. there's, there's one late one gotcha. uh, prominent uh, kind of hip hop underground vinyl label that does very well that we all know that I I heard about a month ago that they're basically booked into like spring of 2022. Like that's, okay. that's I've how... heard that about a similar described label. So I imagine okay. we're thinking about the same one. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, no yeah. free publicity, of course. Right. Right. Well, I, I just don't know of if course. I was supposed to know that information or not. So I don't want to blow anybody. I gotcha. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but yeah, man, the vinyl, the vinyl backlog right now is nuts. So um yeah that's crazy stupid pandemic fucking everything up <laughs> shit that was before the pandemic wasn't it yeah i think the vinyl game might well have yeah started. it's just that's, that's it's just amplified now like, yeah and and nobody's playing shows so you got to get your money some other way right absolutely yeah crazy griff you ready you, you ready for that show? ready Oh man, um, I was um, speaking of the shows. I was going to ask you: Are you ready for that to come back online? Like, um, do you um, anticipate maybe doing an official release uh, for the record? Um, um, I, I would know. love to put together something. Uh, mm-hmm. We we're talking. We got some friends. Um, uh, the Watch Party Live. They do. Uh, they do live stream mm-hmm. shit. Um, so we were, we were maybe considering linking up with them cause you can do, uh, we can do the live stream for the people across the world and then they can still previously they could pack like 25 people, uh, in the venue and still be like within like whatever city guidelines. Um, but the guidelines okay. obviously have loosened significantly in the past 72 hours. Right. So, yes, uh, we'll have. see what could possibly happen there. So it's a brave new world out and there let's see what question. happens hell yeah everybody willy nilly right now uh, yeah. and to answer your question uh, the last time we did a show was January 2019 no 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 well, January of uh, well, 20 well it depends what you define as show Meek. so we had our 5th anniversary show with Marlon Kraft and Bobby Fino and Self Jupiter and all that. Yeah, with, I was talking about. I was like, talking about like, us like you and me. Right, 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 right. I think yeah, that yeah. was for. Yeah, I think that was for Jax. Um, I think you're right. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Lisa for no us in on that. But yeah, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. I was just talking about that the other night uh, to my brother. Um, how how ill it was, and just to be able to you know close your eyes and visualize you know killing shit on on any given night man it's, mm-hmm. uh i think i think a lot of people are itching to get back out there man but be careful ladies and gentlemen be careful mm-hmm. 
So, uh, Griff, what is, um, I don't know, what are you kind of expecting when this thing drops, man? Like, I mean, because the, the, the punk thing is definitely a, a new twist. Um, I don't know that I've kind of seen that. I mean, it's kind of tough to be unique these days as far as concept albums and things go, I feel like. Well, I don't think it's tough I, to be unique. Yeah. I think it. I think people are scared to be unique, so we just end up getting the same shit over and over and over and over and over again. Um, um I think you kind of nailed it right there. Like that's kind of why I tackled this angle or whatever. Because um, one, it's important to me. Uh, it's it, you know, it's part of like my my musical taste and how I operate and everything. Mm-hmm. And two, like I just never really heard anybody do it. So um, I think when you when you have an idea and it seems like you got an original idea, like you got to fucking run with that because those are few and far between these days. Right. Um, exactly. Like if I did a whole album flipping Michael Jackson samples, like nobody gives a shit because that's been done a million times. Right. Um, But I think already, you know, as far as expectations go, like we opened up pre-orders already on the final Bandcamp Friday earlier this month. And like, I keep my expectations low, you know, hope for the best plan for the worst type of type of shit. Um, But my expectations has been, have been wildly succeeded, you know, like just, good man. you know, how band camp, how band camp goes, like you see who's purchasing shit and like, you see, you got your regular fans and investors and customers. And then like, you start like this particular project, I've just seen so many new names popping up there. Interesting. And and, uh, words can't even describe how great that fucking feels, you know? Right. So you said final Bandcamp Friday. Are they yeah. ending that? Uh, that's what I was told. I haven't actually fact checked that because fact checking is for pussies. Um, <laughs> they just did it. For, um, they just did it for the pandemic, and like and like Griff just said, you know, it's a brave new world yeah. out there. So of course, yeah. You know, so Bandcamp no longer wants to waive their fees anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, can we can we discuss that? That's probably a mistake for them. Like, oh, it's a huge mistake. Even, even with the pandemic end, ending, like, because because where they where they drop that, like, some some other company, some other service website, whatever, is going to pick that up. You know, mm-hmm. nobody's time in the sun lasts forever, and like Bandcamp is killing it right now. But like, I feel like they're dropping the ball. Um, well, here's the and thing. besides every everybody knows everybody knows too. Like, they come for that money, like. Oh, they don't yeah. take the ten percent for one oh. day, but then the next the next day you'll sell some shit, and all of a sudden and you're like, "Wait, where's the PayPal?" And it's not there because it's some revenue right. share shit. And it doesn't exactly. matter how much yeah. money it is, right? So like, I'll I'll see something drop in from Bandcamp, and it might be somebody buying one song. The next day, they are taking their twenty six cent share, like right. like right. really like twenty six cents. Even- They'll like, even take the shipping and it's like, I, I got to go pay to ship this out of pocket and whatever. It's not like a yeah. bank breaking account amount, but damn, you took the shipping. <laughs> like that's an operational <laughs> expense. That's not profit. You son of a bitch. It's crazy, bro. That's why you go to my band camp page and that shit is got AAU prices on it. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know uh, shells, shells uh, before he passed, he marked up like all the digital downloads to like 500 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> he 
he's like, you want you want to get the Nation Gang uh, digital? Like it's five hundred bucks. You want to buy a CD? It's fifteen bucks, and you get the digital right. for free. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. He's Hell like, because yeah. if they're yeah, gonna man. take it, you could take it out of five hundred. Yeah, no doubt. Hell yeah, no shit. Hell yeah, that's real. Unsurprisingly, that's nobody's man. ever paid. Nobody's ever paid five hundred bucks for a digital download. Unfortunately, <laughs> of course not. Of course, we sold a couple not. CDs, so hey, fuck it, let's go. Well, you know what's really unfortunate yeah. about that? I mean, one of many things that's unfortunate about that, Griff, is that, you know, as we've been talking to a lot of folks, you know, like you over the past year, I feel like at the beginning of, of you know, the whole COVID kickoff, you know, this time last year, it was a shit show and people didn't know, you know, which way was up. But I feel like as we kind of got into the summer, people had adjusted, and obviously all those people back then like their output increased substantially because they were at home. So once summer hit, once summer hit or like into spring summer hit, I mean, we saw it here at the show. I mean, remember me? It was just like a fucking onslaught of, of, of new music. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think it was around fall when we started talking to folks, um, there were people that, you know, of various levels and success in this, you know, this thing that we're all a part of, right? They were like, this is the most money I've ever made off music in my entire life is this year. They were talking, they were in, in a yeah, weird way. They were, yeah, they were talking about how strange it is that, like, they're, they're, they feel bad for being happy because the, the, the pandemic was actually good for them from a, from a music standpoint, it's a, it's really interesting. And then to hear you say that, I, I had not heard that about Bandcamp. I hope that's not true, um, because I think that helped fuel, you know, that whole thing back then, right? As people really got excited mm-hmm. about it, artists got behind it. Um, I need to dig into that, man. That's really disappointing. So, yeah. Hmm. All right. Yeah, it was definitely a weird sentiment. I was right there with them too. Like, I was like, man, twenty twenty is great but not also great at the same time. Like, right. but from a music level, it was a fucking right. fantastic year. Yeah. I'm surprised somebody hasn't bought them yet. Right. Like does somebody, owe, you know, owe, you gotta, yeah. I don't think they're part of like any sort of conglomerate or anything. Not yet. At least that must be a conscious decision on their part. Cause so many people are just looking to cash out, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think people just don't want to be the douches that they are. You know, that's that's a hell of a responsibility, y'all. Yeah. On one hand, oh shit, I bought Bandcamp. I like, well, now we don't really fuck with you. So it's like, right. I don't think, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. Nobody yeah. wants to put that bullseye on their back like that. I mean, but for the most watch, part, Bandcamp. Yeah, watch Spotify Bandcamp fuck around and cool. buy that. Right. Right. Yeah. For the most yeah, part, I mean, Bandcamp speaking, is cool. You know, I could make a laundry list of things that I would want to improve about Bandcamp. I actually maybe already have done that. I believe but, um, <laughs> but, but overall, conceptually, executionally, like, Bandcamp's mm. fucking awesome. You know, like, we talk shit about yeah. nitpick little things, but overall, it's fucking great. Agreed. Agreed. We hear no the doubt. same thing. Yeah. And at the end of the day, where else, where else are you going to go right now? Right, you? right, right. So, you know, you do Bandcamp until yeah. you start your own platform, which, you know, that's the next step. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No doubt. So, um, so Griff, what's, what else is, uh, what's on tap for you guys the rest of 2021? I think Alex has a, has an album on the way. Did I read that? 
somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Alex is Alex got an album called White Boy on the way. Um, that's gonna be fucking fantastic. Um, so that should drop sometime this summer. Um, I'm working on a some stuff with Alaska. Oh, okay, dope. Yeah, yeah. Adam's family. Um, Adam's family, Alaska. What's that? Adam's family. Yeah, Adam's family, Alaska. Yep. Yep. Pop, pop an apocalypse. Um, we got uh in the fall in September. Uh, we're gonna do some Scorsese celebration stuff. Um, we should have like a a bit of a tribute album put together. Um, as well as uh, come fall and winter, you'll start seeing some of his stuff uh come to come to life. That was that he was working on. Um, there'll be uh. East Hampton Polo Boys winter catalog will hit this winter. Um, it was going to hit this past winter, but obviously didn't. Um, sure. But that that's a fucking masterpiece. That's a work of art. Shout out to panels. Um, yeah. What else? That's the main things. Um, probably okay. probably going to be a bunch of whole bunch of Lucy's and random stuff. Um, we got some merch collabs happening. Um, that'll probably probably drop pretty soon here. Um, doing uh i also dabble with uh a little bit of graphic design and things of that nature so so i just designed a shirt uh for a fairly popular rap act that'll that'll be dropping soon oh dope okay all right nice. beautiful. yeah you know you know we're full of surprises over it in subordinate records <laughs> i wouldn't no. expect anything like <laughs> griff i gotta ask you one last question man uh how does it how does it feel to be able to uh continue uh Scorsese's legacy by by releasing, still being able to release his music, whatever projects, uh, Lucy's here and there. How does how does that feel, and and what is that um, what is that responsibility like um, from your standpoint? Um, you know, on a day to day, hour to hour basis, it's a real fucking mixed bag. If if I'm being real with you, like uh, on one hand, it feels like great to like you know, continue to put out his stuff and hear his voice and everything. Uh, on the other hand, it's, it can be like emotionally, like just really fucking heavy, like really fucking depressing. Like Bandcamp Friday was just like this past Bandcamp Friday was just like a, a emotional roller coaster. Like, cause, uh, you know, the phone keeps buzzing with like pre-orders coming through and you get excited and then you're like, I reached the text, I'd reach to shoot him a text and I can't, I mean, yeah. I can, but it's not going anywhere, you know? Right. Um, right. so like it's, it's a real fucking mixed bag. Um, you know, yeah, man, it's fucking heavy, mm. you know, to be honest with yeah. you. But, um, but I keep telling, you know, when Alex and I, when we talk about that, um, you know, like the, the overarching theme is always like, if we don't put out his music, he's going to come back and whip our asses. <laughs> because <laughs> like, he's that type of dude and i like would, he, he used I to believe that you know, i believe the, that during, yeah 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 during the during the blog era he used to like a blogger would shit on him like <laughs> like dude from not right shit on him and he offered to buy him a plane ticket to come out to where shells was at to get his ass whipped so like <laughs> so to think that he wouldn't he wouldn't fucking make the trip from the afterlife to fuck me up for not putting out his some of his greatest fucking works um i i i, I really believe that that's possible no doubt. <laughs> yeah no doubt there it is if anybody could, if anybody could pull it off it'd be him so no doubt. yeah but that's man the crazy. shit that the shit that he was working on um before his passing was 
fantastic. Um, uh, I mean, I guess I'm not revealing anything too crazy, but like he's got an album with Chumzilla doing all the beats and it's like some of his best writing that I've ever heard. It's so good. Um, I listen to it and I say pretty humble when I listen to like other producers, like I'm like, this guy's fucking great. Like, I don't, I don't get a big head or whatever and think I'm the greatest producer ever. But, uh, when I listen to that, like the beats are fantastic and his writing is so good. Like I'm, I'm super envious, like not to, not to put down anything we ever did together, but it's so good. Dope. All right. to hear that, man. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that too. Yeah. Was it was it hard get getting all the all the data and the files and like things like that, or was that pretty? Was that was that a tough thing to have to kind of like what? Um, I got a lot of stuff. Uh, he was pretty meticulous with backing things up. Okay. Um, he had like um, six flash drives, like really large flash drives. So, um, oh, good. There's all that stuff. Uh, there's a there's a few things I couldn't find that I would <laughs> like to find that might just be kind of lost for the ages. So sure. we'll see what happens mm-hmm. with that. Okay. Um, he recorded, he recorded a track for the project with Alaska, um, which I can't find the the sessions for. So, Mm -hmm. um, we're either, we're either putting out that MP3 (laughs) that he sent me or, uh, or maybe I'll come across those. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad to hear that, man. I got a feeling it'll turn up, man. Yeah. 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 I'm just glad to see you guys, you know, um, you know, continuing to move it forward. I know it's, um, I know it was a, a, a massive, um, you know, tragedy for you guys, but, um, man, I'm just, uh, I'm so happy to see you guys pushing forward and keep moving. And like you said, you, you don't really have any choice because he will come back, uh, you know, from the afterlife to kick your ass. <laughs> and fuck shit up. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Fuck shit up. <laughs> Word. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Griff, anything else you want to get off? Your, you want to get off your chest, man? Or uh, want to talk to the people about? Well, or? Yo, let me know. Uh, what do you guys? You guys got any favorite joints off the album? Uh, you know what, my joints. Well, you know, I, I'm a Zilla Rocka fan. I, I'll be. I'm admittedly okay. a fairly new one, so I mean, I, I love just about anything that Zilla gets on. I'm looking at my Serato right now. I'm fucking with the Prem Rock joint. The Prem Rock. Um, Alex is on that as well. Sketch 185. Yep. Um, I did have the King Micah joint, uh, uh, flagged. Um, what else did I have flagged in here? I did have the Scorsese joint flagged. Um, I think those were my joints. Those are like my top. I have like two tiers. Honest with you, Griff, I haven't heard anything. This would be tonight when we get into the mix. It'll be a first for me. So I'm looking forward to it. All right, all right. Let me know. Let me know. Yeah, man. Griff, I usually have kind of like oh, two nah. tiers of labeling in Serato. I have like gold, which is like, uh, or yellow, which is kind of like those are the those those are what I think are the best tracks. And then I have green is kind of like I like them, but they might fit better in a mix. That's kind of like my approach when I'm when I'm DJing, um, and when I when mm-hmm. I go through tracks for the week. So I'll, I'll send you a, a screenshot of, you know, what I flagged and. Sometimes folks like to see that it might, they like to get feedback sometimes on like what the next single should be or like just get a feel for like what DJs are fucking with. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. That's some real record pool shit right there. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, both, both of you gentlemen are men with impeccable tastes. So <laughs> always love to hear what you think. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. I've never we heard don't, that hey, from, from impeccable me and of our guests. On impeccable. The show. 
Uh, impeccable awesome. with a capital I. I, I mean, we're oh. gonna hey, we're gonna play. You're gonna play the joints. You don't have to you don't have to do that, Griff. We're gonna play them. <laughs> I know we locked in. That's how you know that's how you know it's a genuine compliment. I'm not out here blowing no smoke doubt. up anybody's ass. That's right. No doubt. We appreciate it. And, and Griff, you, thank you thank for you. letting us debut that um that Ode to Raekwon, man. That was so dope. Like I Oh man, th- hey, thank you so much, man. Thank I you really, for doing I, that. that. That joint was That means a lot. That joint man. was crazy. Yeah. And and yo, hey, shout out to Zilla Rocca for piecing that together. You know, panels made the beat. And sh- and and Zilla pieced that shit together from uh, shells was sending him like voice like voice, you know, memos. voice memo texts, uh, and he pieced it together. That's why you hear like the flow kind of falls off with here and there throughout it because he was just he just pieced that together from some some phone recordings. So that's amazing. Shout out to Zilla for being a that's genius great. on that. No doubt, that's amazing, man. Hell yeah! All right, Griff. Well, uh, tell folks where they can uh, where they can go to. Cop the album, hit the social medias, all that, and uh, we'll let you get back to your in-laws. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah! We're having a good time. We played. Uh, we played. Let, let me ask you guys one question before before we come okay. off the air. Okay. Um, when you play spades, you gotta. Oh. You can't. You can't lead with spades until somebody's broken that shit, right? Yes. Correct. Thank you. Thank you. I thought that was common knowledge. It led to is a whole fucking, I mean, who plays it? You can't play a game of spades without an argument, but that was the, that was our argument when we played spades last night. Or a fist, or a fist fight. Yeah. Or a fist fight. Right. Right. I'm like, yeah. the fuck are you doing leading with spades? That's some bullshit. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyways, uh, love them. It's been a great visit. It will continue to be a great visit. So of course, man. Um, yeah. I just, I just want to stick to the rules. You know, I'm a, I'm a stickler for the rules. Uh, I'm, I'm with games. you, man. I'm with you. And, and I got to, uh, I got to tell you though, Griff. I got to tell you though, Griff. Somebody leading with spades is pretty much letting you know that I'm Trump tight over here. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm about, yeah I'm about to fuck. I'm about to fuck your shit up. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm about to run this table. <laughs> Hell yeah. That might be that might that's a precursor for doom. Right. Yeah, I'm playing this card to let you know you bid too high. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or they got a pocket full of spades in their back pocket. They're just, you know. Uh, oh man. Uh it's crazy. Not a good look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, man. All right, so yeah, socials, uh, websites, social media. Yeah. Uh, you can follow me at I am Jason Griff on Twitter and Instagram, and you could probably find me on Facebook. I don't know what the fucking thing is, but um, InsubordinateRecords.com is the spot for all of our merchandise. For Fireside Chats, we have physicals, we have CDs, we have cassettes. Um, the cassettes are very limited. A lot of them are spoken for already. So if you want one, jump on one now. Um, and on album release day, Friday, May 21st, I'll be releasing a limited quantity of hand-printed posters, uh, prints, poster prints from the album cassette art. Um, Oh, dope. uh, Each one is one of a kind. They're hand-done. They got glow-in-the-dark ink on them. They're fucking immaculate. They're beautiful. Everyone should have one in their house. Um, Enough of the sales pitch. But, yeah, you get all that at insubordinaterecords.com. Um, sign up for uh, go to our band camp uh, through that and sign up for uh, to follow us on the mailing list we drop all of our information new releases etc cetera, etc cetera, 
all that info comes through via the Bandcamp mailing list well before we start announcing it on social media. So tap in there to know everything before everybody else knows. I can confirm that. I see all, all your guys' updates oh. are spot on and on the money, and you guys are really great yeah, about keeping like, on top well, of that. Well before we share it with the commoners, yeah, investors yeah. first. <laughs> no doubt. No <laughs> doubt. Beautiful. Oh, and uh, let's see here. Firesidebowl.com if you want to go check out the bowling alley that uh, – that uh, the uh, there's a website, but uh, uh, so that's the thing. Like they shut it down from doing shows um, in they the did. early 2000s, and yeah. it's like a bowling alley again. I've I've never actually bowled there. Yeah, I've been there a million times, but never bowled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's mm. still it, it's still there. I, I I did a little little research, and um, they don't have a fancy website. I mean, the website looks like it could be from you know my high school, you know, year 1994. Uh. So it's still it's a it's a it's a geo site or geo cities or whatever. Right, yeah, Netscape Navigator or some shit like that, you know. Uh yeah, yeah. Geo actually um if you check out firesdie.com, that's the uh Brian Peterson who was the original booker uh of shows at the fireside when they were doing shows, he has a website, firesdie.com. Oh, really? It's got like flyers and history and all that stuff. I heard a rumor that he's putting together a book. Um but but we'll see. Okay. Um, but shout out to him. He's cool. No doubt. Beautiful. Okay. Griff, thank you, man. Great catching up with you, my man. Man, thank you guys for having me. Oh, yeah. um, hopefully this won't be the last time we'll link up again in the future. Absolutely Appreciate not. everything you guys do. Absolutely. No Great show. Yes, sir. Thank yeah. you, my man. Appreciate it, Peace man. Peace to you, my brother. Enjoy the rest of your evening, Griff. You too. Peace. All right, my man. All right. Peace. All right. Well, there you go, Meeks. Another one in the chamber. In the in, yeah, man. in, in the, the good in, one too. In, That's in the, a good oh, it's a great right one. There. Yeah, good dude. Good dude. Great story. Uh, you yeah. know, and keep keeping things going for Scorsese, which is um, which is obviously you know super dope. Mm. Uh, let's see, two ninety three. So if you're here, you know what, homie? I try not to. I try not. Yeah, I try not to think about those type of situations. But I I be I be lying to myself if I say I didn't think about that at times. Like, what if something was to happen? Uh, to one of us, and we sitting on this music. Oh, and I know. To get out. I know. I know. Uh, I've thought about it yeah. too. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Even think about. Yeah, it's crazy. Even think about that shit. But I will say this: if if it's the MC to go first, then the producer has every <laughs> uh, responsibility because they got everything. So that shit ought to come out immediately. It ought to be when you get the uh when you get the funeral program. You ought to, it ought to be a CD in there. It, I'm just saying, man. Anyway. I got you. Yeah, man, 293. <laughs> yeah, Natalie says you have a big responsibility if I check out of this motherfucker first, man. <clears throat> so I, I, th- well, I think we yeah, know I did. We might learn to deep for myself. <laughs> Shit. We might need to do a password like uh, <laughs> a swap or something like that. Because uh... <laughs> <laughs> Natalie said you're moving in. <laughs> oh man. Oh shit. <laughs> By that time, I definitely might need a place to move in. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I feel so secure right now. It's crazy. Yeah, man. But uh, like right, you were saying, Joe, man, yeah. 293. <laughs> 293. Getting closer and closer to 300. 300. Y'all, y'all stay with us, man. We're seven away. <clears throat> we are the guards, yeah, Smithsonian man. Great. Twice a week, Meeks. Twice a week, Doe. We out. No doubt. Peace.
Peace, y'all. Southern Vanguard Radio. We out.